I believe that and I seriously, seriously know the meaning of what I'm about what I'm about to say in that the successful formula of relationships, any kind of relationships, okay, is due by the level of projections that we attach to the other person, okay? So, in my opinion, for what I can see in my life and in other people's life, 85-90% of the reasons why a relationship ends up to be not successful in a failure, we can call them anywhere we want to call them, it can be like a friendship that ends, a, a divorce, uh, a breakup, a job um, that doesn't work out as it was supposed to work out. It's because we need to be aware of the picture and the image and, you know, the thoughts that we create on that type of person. So projections, we call them projections. We do have ideas about people. We do create ideas about people. And I know 100% that one of the most common reason why a relationship ends up, it's because of our wrong attachment. So we do attach ideas to people that are not true. They are based on what we want to see in that person. What do we need to see in that in that person? So this is not universal. Okay? That, that doesn't have to be um, universal for every single relationship. It's absolutely normal to have relationships where we can kind of uh, have expectations that are not um, fulfilled and that's uh, totally normal. It's never going to happen that our relationship is perfect and uh, it's never going to happen that we uh, do 100% uh, understand the other person. At the first sight, uh, it's, it, relationships are work, right? And uh, it's a discovery. We discover the other person through life experiences and we gain um, beautiful, you know, um, satisfactory um, feedbacks from them and we gain also sometimes uh, in the meantime contemporary we can gain I mean that's life we can gain failures we can gain disappointments uh, we are human beings but what I'm talking about here is not the normal course of discovering a relationship I'm talking here about when you do meet somebody when you do uh, fantasize about somebody are you aware of what level of uh, um, persona what kind of persona are you picturing in your mind is this persona that you are picturing really corresponds to who you have in front of you because if it doesn't and you keep building up a relationship based on your projection on the other person this is really really dangerous and it's not dangerous for the other person because actually the other person unless is not doing 
everything to make you believe that they are this uh, different person from who they really are. Uh, honestly, I believe that if they are honest <laughs> on who they are, if you if they just be themselves, or if they just are humans, because you know we don't have necessarily to be all of the time ourselves. Ourselves, so we don't have to. It's not a responsibility of the other person to make sure uh, that we know who we have in front of us. It's our responsibility when we meet somebody to give ourselves the time to understand who do we have in front of us. It's our responsibility to keep some level of boundaries on a mental level. Boundaries are not just um, physical boundaries, you know. They're not just about, I take a little bit of distance because I want to protect myself before jumping into a relationship, before giving way too much confidence to somebody. It's not just that. We do have boundaries between us, between me and me. What do you mean by that? I mean that I need to keep a level of consciousness in my mind while I am building a picture on somebody else. Because if I need to believe something that is not real, and I have all the red flags, I have all the elements in front of myself, it's just that I don't want to see the reality of things because I love to fantasize because I need to fantasize on the other person. I am actually creating a problem that does not exist. So how many times in our life we do find ourselves not having strong enough boundaries on our mental level so that we do create situations uh, based on on a wrong picture of the other person. And how many times then we do consider that it's the other person's fault, where actually it wasn't. And even if it was, it's still something on us. It's still our job to understand, am I attaching an idea or an image that it's just coming from an internal need of looking at the person in that way because I need to fantasize about that relationship because I need to create a love experience because I need love in this moment and so I want to believe that this person is so lovely and uh, we can have this amazing you know uh, love experience which is really not what the other person is ready for or there are no messages in that direction from the other person or maybe do we want to see uh I, I did this so many times like for example with my coaches I projected on my coaches a lot of stuff. Like I pretended my coach to be my friend so many times. And I have to say that sometimes, honestly, they were not always congruent and not always constant in the way to treat me. So that create confu created confusion, especially because coach, uh, they have to be really careful 
with clients, especially when you work uh, with emotions and trauma and stuff. But that's okay. Um, it happens. It can happen. Uh, also, coaches are not perfect beings. So, but how many times did I project on my coach, on my coaches, both in acting and in the healing uh, world, uh, um, ideas of uh, relationships? And uh, first of all, ideas of how they were. Like I, so many times I put them on a pedestal and they didn't deserve to be on a pedestal because actually nobody really deserves to be on a pedestal. Um, and when you, when, when I did that, like my coaches were perfect. Oh my gosh. They understand everything. They are so healed. They are so incredibly, uh, generous and kind. They love me and all of this stuff so that, um, I really needed to believe that I, I really needed to believe that my coaches adored me and loved me so deeply so that my unfulfilled need of being seen and loved and wanted was totally and completely fulfilled. But clearly that's not the scenario. I was attaching to them ideas, projections and internal needs that were my choice. They didn't correspond to the reality of things. And this usually happens when we do find on the external world, in the external world, in the external relationship, in the external person, something that we are craving for, instead of trying to give that something to ourselves from ourselves. It's a, such an unconscious process. It's just so automatic. Um, and uh, we're gonna get hurt. When we do that, we're going to get hurt so many times. This happens so many times. We love relationships. When we want to see things, they don't exist, really. When we want to look at the other person like, uh, he's the sweetest guy in the world. She's the sweetest girl in the world. She's the most beautiful soul. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. They're human beings. And you know what? They are not the most beautiful soul in the world as much as I am not the most beautiful soul in the world, you know? So this is the work on projections. So this is the work on shadows. And the reality of things is that nobody is perfect and nobody is just, um, nobody can be on a pedestal. It's just so unreal to put somebody on a pedestal and thinking that they are the most perfect beings. As much is wrong to place somebody else on, you know, uh, on the garbage and say they are the worst in the world. This is what we need to understand to make our relationship better. People will disappoint us constantly because everything that we think about others, it's only a projection of our interpretation of the other person. Now, we need, of course, to have our interpretation because it's, uh, it's our right. It's how we see the world. It's how we perceive things and it's how we feel 
So we don't want to deny our truth in that sense. But when it becomes something mental, when it becomes something like, I want to believe this thing, even if, it, even if it's not true, this can actually be really, really, really dangerous. You know, um, so the, the formula to create healthy relationships, in my opinion, is first and foremost boundaries, like giving really yourself time to understand uh, what's going on in front of you. Sometimes we really arrive, and I talk, and I can speak for myself because I sometimes I really, I, I'm really so um, sober of relationships. <laughs> sometimes I, I love to use this term, I'm sober. Like I get to the point where for months I don't have any sexual interaction or I don't, I just, I've been just so focused on myself, my work, my business, my health and all of the rest that I can really get to a point where I need love. I really need love. I need romance. I need a lot of things and I can make the mistake to see romance where there's no romance to see love where there's no love. And I do consider this absolutely normal. Uh, but I want to train myself to don't get to that point. And that's why I think that it's really important to have a personal life. Because when we do focus too much into our healing, into our business, into uh, things that are a lot of... Um, our growth, our personal development, our money, but we need a private life and we need to be human in, their, in our private life. We don't have to be scared to fail. We don't have to be scared to try. Um, of course, we don't have to force ourselves to do things that we are not ready to do or we don't want to do. But I can totally say that the danger of projecting on others can get... Uh, more dangerous when we don't play the game of life, when we don't live our lives, when we kind of run away all of the time from emotions and experiences and relationships. So we need to go there and we need to practice as much as we do practice all of the other things in the world. And I do, do, do believe this is like my 2024 goal. My 2024 goal, one of my 2024, is really to have relationships, more of relationships, more of the human experience, so I can train my boundaries and I can train my mind and see that how do I react, how do, what kind of stories I unconsciously attach to people and situations. And I think that I'm going to be surprised by myself. Um, to understand that I'm so much better uh, than I think in relationships because I have so I have this like limited idea that I'm such a mess with relationship and especially romantic but also friendships one once and I do think that it's not true I do think that I just need to practice I just need to be more out there and um, you know interacting the second thing, and it's really hard for many people that I think and I believe is really good for um, relationship, for having and building healthy relationship is confrontation, is um, 
speaking the topic, talking and communicating to the other person. I, I know that in this world, and I can also say that I'm Italian, and in the Italian um, you know, scenario, men are very, very, very closed, uh, very, very closed, very restricted. They don't like to talk that much. Um, they feel threatened by conversations. They feel threatened by vulnerability. They feel threatened by sharing things they kind of there is this culture of the italian macho man who always is strong and never fails and never has and has never doubts about anything and i think this fucked up so many relationships because i think that whatever stage are you in a relationship either it's just dating you are knowing each other you are together it's so really important to talk it's so really important to say, hey, um, I'm sorry, I maybe misunderstood. I did think you wanted this and maybe you don't want this. I want to tell you that I need this thing, actually. You know, maybe you don't, but I am ready for this thing. And you have no idea how many scenarios they can be opened up, opened up if we do talk. Because even the other person uh, sometimes is not aware of what they want or of what they do and it's just so important to make the other person aware of stuff and things that um, maybe hurt you or maybe are um, they can be compromised they can be I don't want to say compromised they can be um, interpret in a way that it's not um, what they really want and you know how many times actually the opposite happens so i know that when i expose myself and when i go for listen i thought you wanted this for me i thought you know that you uh, really that we were on the same page on on this thing and so you kind of shake the other person which is not everybody is conscious of what they do i mean most of us are not actually conscious of what we do and what we think um consciousness it's it's a very new concept uh, in the world uh, especially in my country so what i'm saying is we really need uh no, we really need it we can we can be surprised by the fact that once we talk and share and shake the other person to become aware. We maybe go through fights, so we maybe go through arguments, we maybe go through reactions, we maybe go to ego. What the fuck you were talking about? I never, you know, I never promised you anything. You are nothing for me. You know, you are crazy. But then you have no idea how much of the other person is kind of shaked and can think about what you are saying. It's just giving themselves the possibility to really say, oh, okay it's unconscious you know it's in the body it's a shake this happens with my mom all of the time i'm going to give you this example because when i talk and speak with my mom about all of the things that i don't agree with in terms of how she treats me in terms of how she does things to me uh she really gets it. she's a fight um she's a fight um um, she has a fight response in her body. So every time that every time that I say something to her uh, that she doesn't, that she feels triggered by, which is exposing my feelings. She really feels uncomfortable of having me exposing my feelings. But in general, that's what I want to say this out loud. 
most of the people in my life are really triggered by me exposing my feelings. And that's why I have to be very intelligent on understanding that when I do expose myself, I have to do it in the best possible way so that people don't feel uh, threatened by me. Uh, and I do try to find the best way to communicate in myself and not shut off because it's not about that. Uh, clearly, it's, I am not responsible of how they react to my feelings and my sharing. But I, ha I have to give themselves time. Because when you don't speak, when you don't confront, when you don't share, those people, they feel touched in their ego. They feel like, oh, what the fuck she wants this one? <laughs> how dare she is? Who do 